Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm here with Fro and BWK. I felt like that could have had more energy. I don't want to yell into the mic. I don't, I don't want the first thing that people hear from the episode is me peeking the mic by screaming. I do. Wow. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> See, I, I spared the fans the fun butts of that, but uh, I could always do that. That was the energy I wanted. Thank you, BWK. <laughs> Thanks. It actually kind of hurt my throat. <laughs> God. You see that? Now he's hurt. Now we got to file a oh, workman's comp. I was just going to say. I don't, think we, I don't think we're that established yet. Oh, I need to take Monday off at of work. Uh, also, like the, the other thing, too, is BWK is talking into the foam, and I'm talking directly against a glass window. So it's a little... My my voice registers harder off of the window than his off of the foam. You get it? Did you get what I'm saying, Fro? That's for the people that know what the studio room looks like. <laughs> There's like a sound dampener, but it's across from me only. Right, because he's got a shrill, <laughs> piercing voice. <laughs> I wish that weren't true, uh, but it is. <laughs> I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to thank both uh, BWK and Fro for recording today. It was a little last minute. Some things fell through. Um, but it was today uh, wasn't it? What wasn't it today? It could have been today. I didn't know. It could have been today, or it could have been Sunday. Either way, the, the the plan had fallen through, and we were almost without recording until uh, these two gents stepped up to the plate and knocked it out of the park. Well, we'll see how the episode <laughs> yeah, goes. We'll yeah, don't say we knocked it out of the park yet. Um, Although, I'll say I got a pretty good list. Oh, all right. Yeah. Settle down. Pump the brakes. <laughs> Mine, I have a... Actually, my... Well, why don't you tell them what we're talking about when, when we get there? Or now. <laughs> well, well, don't we, we have to do death. Do death so right, we should we check in with Is it our first episode? Yeah, it's your first episode. You don't have to check in with me. It's okay. Oh, we should check in with you. Me? Why? Because you were like kind of not on last week's episode. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> I was. I. I had a complete representation of myself there. I wonder if people knew that that was actually you doing it. They must have, especially with the things I was saying towards the end about banging a, your neighbor's dog till it breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very my brand. <laughs> it's a brand some people like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you never started the timer. <laughs> That's okay. Just add two minutes to that. Okay. Um, I noticed and I didn't want to say anything. Great. We, we spent a lot of time before this episode figuring out how to get a timer on like the monitor that's in here. And then Matt didn't even start it. There's a lot of buttons to press back here. I'll figure it out one day. Uh, but we do have some deaths. I, I won the health tips episode by a landslide. Did you? Yeah. To be fair, it was only two of you. Yeah? Yeah. What's your point? The, what was the margin again? Can't spread the wealth as much. Uh, it was like 50 to 9. That was a lot. 50 to 9? Yeah. 50 votes? Well, I will say that most of mine were pretty, yeah, what do you mean? What pretty d- generic, and yours kind of went into like your soul. That's true. I did bear, bear myself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And from what are you talking I about? I would have voted for you. Thank you. Well, I'm just surprised that 50 people voted. It was like 40 or 50 or so. That's a lot. It is a lot. Does your uh, fiance fluff your numbers still? No. She barely... Pay- actually, no. She actually does listen to the episodes, oh. but uh, I don't think she votes. At all. And if she did, she probably wouldn't vote for me. No, she voted for you in the last one. I noticed that. And I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, who I... does your Can't... wife vote for? Yeah, Nobody. who does she vote for? What? Who? Nobody. Why? Because she doesn't use Facebook at all. And? Yeah. Uh, she doesn't listen to the show. But neither does Fro. And he's on it. So what can you What can you say? Yeah. I mean, I'm on it. What do I have to listen to it for? 
Oh, I B- love listening back. B2BK listens all uh, the time. I listen. I, I love it because there's so many funny bits that I can't remember until I listen back to it. Like uh, on the pranks one where Matt starts speaking in another language. <laughs> I, oh, <laughs> Do you I even remember that, that bro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Korean, baby. Yeah, but it was actually just English in a Korean like uh, accent. Yeah, here are the votes for that episode. Uh, 53 Woo! to 10. <laughs> 54. Uh, 54. That's even worse. Even worse. I was trying to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we got a lot of listeners to that one. Yeah. To the, yeah. People, and that's what's surprising is that's a lot. Yeah, a lot of people wanted health advice from us. <laughs> they know they know where to get it. Uh, All but, right, so why don't you d- dole your death? Although you're just killing me. Just killing you, baby. Okay, how special. All right, so BWK was jerking off at home. <laughs> Looking in a mirror, admiring his 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 bod, his washboard abs. He was looking at his own abs, getting himself off to himself, mm-hmm. being the complete narcissist that he is. Uh, however, he uh, what he inadvertently did, health wise, was he was working out his <laughs> arm, and he was working out his arm so vigorously as he was stroking his pink dong. Okay, <laughs> I'm looking right at BWK <laughs> as I talk. That <laughs> uh, he uh, tell it more but slower. Um, <laughs> He w- there he was, stroking up, no, stroking down. You can get down. a little gravelier with that voice. And uh, the big vein on his <laughs> okay, throbbing <gross>. cock. <laughs> yeah. ay, ay, ay. Stop challenging me, BWK. <laughs> okay, sorry. Anyway, the point of the story is, is that he worked his arm out so hard jerking off that he, uh, he eventually became so strong that he clenched his dick and yanked it off. And uh, blood started spurting out of Ugh. the chunk that was left, Ugh. a little stump. And it was going everywhere. However, it was it was still like the like the stump of a tree, so it was a little erect, and it was just kind of like moving up and down. <laughs> oh, and this just, is so gross! Spraying blood <laughs> everywhere, and um, you know, eventually uh, he died. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I would. That's what I would want at that point. <laughs> doing what he loves. Doing what he loves. Jerking off to himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. I wanted to go. Uh, as hard as I could. There's a lot of votes. Thanks. Yeah. A- so actually, on the pranks episode, I won that one. You sure did. Yeah. So I've got some deaths on that. And here we go. And uh, just as a reminder, uh, Fro put a fish on the engine of a car, and Matt uh, banged his neighbor's dog until it broke. Didn't die. It just broke. <laughs> okay. The dog is still alive. Wow. That's actually a lot of hard. That's kind of hard to work with. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think you should kill DJ unless you don't want to. Unless I don't remember some- his list. Oh, all right. Just kill him anyway. Just kill him in, a gener- in the most generic way possible. Heart, uh, heart disease. DJ died of a heart attack. <laughs> all right. That's one down. Uh, Two more Fro, to go. And while morning, w- uh, <laughs> woke up and went to his car, turned the engine on, and could smell a really horrible scent. So and he was like, like, damn, I should close my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it from here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So he was like, oh, boy, that's a horrible scent. I'll, uh, I'll investigate. So he pops the hood of the car, and he finds DJ's dead body on the engine. He was a fish the whole time. <laughs> he's like, oh. How is my trunk closed? Oh, this is, this is uh, horrible. This is not something I wanted to see or smell or whatever. So he goes over to Matt's house to try to you know, get him to help clean the engine off and hide the body. Or Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, and when he finds Matt, he's... He's, uh, you know, he's in his room, but the door's closed, and all you can hear is like a banging sound, like a knocking, right? Uh huh. Okay. Knock, yeah, knock, knock. And so Fro starts like approaching very quietly, and then he starts hearing like a yelp sound. Yep, yep, yep. 
And he's like, oh, no, he's doing it. He's banging his neighbor's dog. <laughs> so he opens the door really quick. Yeah, but and, tell it slower. And what he actually sees is Matt banging the dog against a wall. Oh. Why would I? I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe the dog said something I didn't like. And, and, uh, and if you find that repulsive, <laughs> that's the kind of person Matt is. And guess what? The dog broke its legs. <laughs> yeah. And Matt was to blame. So uh, Fro took a screwdriver and uh, hit Matt in the head with it. Uh, and then uh, police came and put Matt in jail forever. Huh. And then Fro uh, tripped, uh, fell out a window and landed in a wood chipper. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. Okay. Sounds good. So Matt is a despicable person, and it wasn't a sexual reference like you guys were all thinking. Yes, it was. You looked at me and you winked. <laughs> no one can disprove that. <laughs> I mean, I could, technically. No, for no one believes a word you say. Well, well actually, I couldn't because his head was turned, so I couldn't. See? Really see there it. you go. Mm. You can either confirm nor deny that what I said is true. Uh, but anyway, so what are we talking about this week? Fro, why don't you, uh, I feel like you haven't uh, participated enough in the episode yet, so why don't you tell us what we're talking well, about? You guys been doing your deaths. I was just sitting and waiting. I know, you're very like low energy, like for someone who wanted the energy earlier, you're really bringing it down, man. Yeah, yeah. peak the mic. You want, Oh, you want me to peak the I mic? I do, yeah. I'll take a fucking request to peak the mic. Boom, baby. Oh, he fucking muted me. <laughs> I got him. You what a fucking idiot. It's like he went to go sit down and I pulled the chair out from underneath him. There's a prank. There's prank number six. Muting fro at the right time. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I thought he broke the mic. <laughs> it just explodes in the flames. Uh, that's, that's actually good. That was funny. Matt? That was funny. Thanks. Uh, anyways, yeah. So this week's episode. So all three of us, uh, we all just came back from PAX. PAX yeah, how do you like PAX? PAX East. Uh, I reviewed it as a rules this year. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, it, Oh, spoiler. Actually, no, the episode would have been up by now. Yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I had a lot of fun this year compared to last year's PAX, which I gave a sucks. Hmm. I also did. We had the same ruling. Yep. And, you guys um, like this year better? Yes, absolutely. I felt like this year was, I was a little bit bored. No, last year. So last year, I'll give the. the oh, by the way, PAX version. is a video game convention in Boston. PAX East, yeah, is in Boston. That's where we all went. Right. The um, last year was Huge, like the, like eighty thousand people or something. Last year was like the third year in a row of the same shit over and over again. And like this year, finally, it seemed like they were actually like a like a little. There were newer things being showcased, right? Mm. And PUBG wasn't taking up a good majority of the space, right? Mm. So anyway, go on. This year's PAX was uh good. And so like BWK said, it's a it's a geek convention, but they focus mainly on gaming, video games, board games. So with that, it kind of inspired me to, to pitch the idea of top five indie games uh out there. So, so did you pick indie video games? I did all indie video games. Yeah. And Matt? Same here. Okay, same here too. I only picked indie games you can get on Switch. That's what course, I figured you were going to do. Did. did you really think? Yeah. I, I, there's no way I, I thought you were doing anything different. Okay. So that's that's where I'm going to focus. Where are you going to focus? Just indie games in general. Uh, some of them I have on Xbox. Some of them are Steam related. So new, old, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. And Matt, are yours uh, coming soon or? No, mine are, uh, mine are all accessible now. Great. I can't even think of an old indie game. Maybe the... TEC tech uh, cartridges from the NES, those black cartridges. I just mean games that are like not, um, you know, like within the last five years. 
I don't know, man. A lull fell over the audience. <laughs> I don't know, man. I uh, just picked what I know. Who, you want to kick it off, Matt? Sure, I will. Uh, so my number five for uh, my uh, my top five indie games list is is one that came out. Uh, I want to say maybe last year or so, or last year or the year before. But uh, it's a uh, my number five is a way out. Mm. Oh yeah, you were really hyped on this. This is like a. So f- I think you put it on your predictions list. Or? Yeah, so, so Fro and I played uh, halfway through, and I I enjoyed it a lot. I would I would still like to finish the game. It's just it's uh so for those who don't know what it is, a way out is a uh, storyline prison escape game. It's like a it has triple A level you know graphics and all that. Uh, but the cool thing is is well, at least the thing that I really liked about it was it's a cooperative game. You play as two uh, people. One person plays as one, the other plays as the other, but you can play as you know separately on your own xboxes over xbox live but the best part about it was only one person had to own the game oh i did not know that it was like this really like revolutionary approach to like you know i don't know not penny pinching how do they even do that it sold like the other person pretty much buys a demo Oh, and it kind of well, like, it doesn't even buy it; just downloads the demo. It, d- it downloads the demo. Yeah, yeah, you don't buy anything. You know, yeah, it's free. So Matt bought the game. I was able to play uh, on my demo the full story with him. Right, but I wouldn't be able to log in and play, play by himself. By, by myself. Yeah, oh, that's really cool. It was really cool, and it was really successful. Sold over a million copies, and um, it was just they really they really did a good job of utilizing that mechanic and that aspect of it. Where it was like one person would have to distract a guard while the other person goes and like finds a key or something like that. But you, it's like a split screen. You can see both screens at the same time. It's not like you're just looking at your own screen. It's always split screen. And so like you can watch your partner, whoever's playing the game with you, do these other things. And also it might be in the background of your screen, which is kind of funny to like, you're trying to like (laughs) distract this or. Um, one person could be driving while the other person's in the back of a pickup truck trying to like fire, you know, shoot people yeah, and yeah. things like that. Um, it was a lot of fun. And I, like I said, I thought it was a really cool. It's like procedurally generated too, right? Like the prison's always different. Uh, no, that this, I don't. No, because so. this is a very, very storyline driven game. So there must be like a certain number of prison breaks you can do then, right? Otherwise you have to keep repeating the same one. No, it's just, well, I, I, if you're talking about replay value, I don't know what it would be. I feel like you just play through the game, and when you're done, you're done. Okay. Um, but the storyline was good. I did like it. I didn't hate it. And like I said, the graphics were uh, they were AAA level graphics. It wasn't you know done on the cheap by any means, and it was a it was a cool, fun game to play with uh, with a buddy. So that's my number five. A way out. Are you calling me a buddy? Uh, well, I was talking about my character, and then the character you played, but you know. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> should I do mine? Yeah. What's your number five? You. You filthy animal. Okay, my number five, you can get this on Switch. Um, so what people probably, what, I, I don't, I, I love virtual pinball. Did you guys know that? Man, you're so cool. <laughs> you like playing pinball, not at a pinball machine. It hurts I, his hands to play in real no, life. No, I would love to play a real one, but you can't really like, they're not, not as accessible. And in virtual pinball, you can download a bunch of tables, you know, <laughs> of which I've done, and uh, you just play it a ton. Question. Yes, yeah, yeah, from... New York Post. Go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, these uh, <laughs> these these tables you download are they replicas of real life tables? Some of them are. Wow. Okay, but that's not actually my game. So I I like virtual pinball. There's a game called Yoko, uh, Yoko's Island Express. Have you guys seen or heard from this? Never heard. Of this. Uh, no, Jay Leno. Okay, 
Have you seen this? Hey, that's a pretty good Jay Leno. That is just my voice. I know. You know I can't do impressions. Have you heard about this? What's it called? Yoko Ono's Island. That's where they break up the Beatles. <laughs> yes you got it except for in the it's like a no a y-o-k-u y-o-k-u yoku yoku uh island express is. so basically what it is is uh it's an adventure game where you play as this little bug who's a mailman and he's pushing around this little like like ball love it and uh it's an adventure game open world adventure game 2d side scroller but all of the worlds are built like pinball tables oh, that's cool Oh. So as you like move through the game, you're you'll like come to like bumpers and you have to like roll him around on a, on the ball and um Is he a bull weevil? He's a little bug. Yeah. What is that bug called? Is it a bull weevil? I don't know. Like a some sort of like beetle or Yeah, something. it's a weevil. Um and he's just really cute. He's very cute. He he's takes his little, job very seriously. He's got a little mail bag. He's, he's delivering satchel. mail. He's not wearing any pants though. Uh yeah. He's uh <laughs> He's a registered sex offender. <laughs> Every time he delivers the mail, he also has to notify the person that he's a registered sex, sex I, offender. I'm your mailman. I'm a registered sex <laughs> like, offender. Yoku, we know Yoku. Uh, but uh, it's really cute. It's got kind of a cute little story. And uh, it's a bunch of cool little adventure pin, pinball Ex- Exclusively on the Switch? Um, no, I think it's on Steam, too. Hmm. Um, it's any- actually probably everywhere. But I played on Switch. Is there a multiplayer aspect to it at all? No. And I will say that it, so it has like an uh, open world <clears throat> vibe to it. Oh, Team 17 put it out. So sometimes you have to like go back and forth through the same pinball tables, which is kind of like a little annoying. Mm. That's why it's on my number five and not number one. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Team 17 put it out. And I didn't... What do they do? They do. Uh... They do stuff that's probably on my list. It's also on my list. Oh, so you can't say it. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right, cool. Great number five, BWK. Thank you. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. All right. All right. So my number five, uh, which I should probably be higher on my list, but it's on the older side. So it kind of falls to the back. But it is going to be uh, Braid uh, oh. for, I believe, just the Xbox. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, People love this game. Wow, I totally forgot about Braid. Braid? I, just, I just looked at Braid as if it was going to pull up the game. <laughs> and it's got a bunch of women's haircuts. Yeah. No, but the game's on the right-hand side. Look. Oh, it is. Well, <laughs> yeah. good, good for that game. It's competing with a, uh, a timeless hairstyle. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, Braid, um, it is this puzzle-based game where you kind of control time. So think of like a Prince of Persia uh, level game where you're trying to complete all these puzzles and you got to move forward. 2D side-scroller, though. 2D side-scroller, thank you. And there's just like this running track that's kind of always going on. Uh, But your guy can jump forward and back in time in order to solve these puzzles. And sometimes you have to um, in order to like uh, get these little monsters to go a certain direction, but you need to stay back with it or something weird like that. Um, very fun game, and it had a very uh, had a story that went along with it too. Um, the game did. The game did. Yes. Um, the music for this game is very good. It's all like this violin music, um, but the like story, which you don't really know what the hell's going on. It looks like you're trying to save this princess, and uh, spoiler, you're actually the fucking creep who is like stalking this princess but you don't know that until the very end oh that's Um, really interesting right so at the very end you think you're trying to save her and you're running after her but you're actually she's running away from you oh um and it was like it was a very huge twist in the puzzle game which you don't expect to kind of get that like 
deep level story. I will say that this game is like brutally hard. It can some, be difficult. Some of the puzzles if, are like if your brain works fine, it's not that hard. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's just a little <laughs> nice jab at you, but I figured I was too harsh. Um, but no, uh, this game is it can be pretty difficult. Um, but I do really, really enjoy these puzzle games. Um, I think most of my list is going to be predominantly puzzles. Then you'd love Yoku's Island mm. Express. I'll play it. Yoku? Sign me up, baby. But yeah, Braid, a uh, very fun game. Um, just single player. Uh, really good puzzle game. Uh, if you really like, if you like the Prince of Persia uh, style games and you like time manipulation, I think this is a game that's right up your alley. This kind of like, I think, broke indie games like it kind of like pushed it to the forefront because this came out in 2008 i think this was like when xbox live arcade just kind of like started up yeah so like a lot of these publishers were just releasing these smaller games you know for systems um and i think it's definitely one of those uh yeah you're right games that kind of helped break down the walls that made uh, indie games more accessible to people indie games more accessible and that they can they can kind of go toe to toe with a a major publisher as far as uh critic praise yeah i agree with you but yeah did you play this matt no i the only thing i knew about it was that it was hard and i was like no and I, that was it <laughs> all right well what's uh next on your list oh anything else bro no i think that's pretty much it music's great puzzles are great very fun game good story great wonderful good wonderful. great grand whatever all Edge. right so uh, I'm like making a last minute change and I don't want to. Ooh, you're calling put, an audible. He's going to put braid on his list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number four is braid. <laughs> no. Um, no. My number four is a game that has a sequel now that I've yet to play and I want to. But my number four is a game called Unravel. Oh, uh, yeah. I have yet to play this. I, I think I have it. A PlayStation 4 it, exclusive? No, it's no, on the Xbox. It's on the Xbox. You probably do have it because it was free for a bit, so you probably downloaded it then. Possibly. Um, but uh, I know Unravel 2 just came to Switch. Yeah. So the thing about this game, Unravel, you play as a, a cute little character named Yarny. Beep, boop, beep, boop. And you... Uh, excuse me, Electronic Arts. Yeah, well, it's published by Electronic Arts. It's developed by... Who was it? I have it written down. Da, 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 da. But Yarny is so cute. It's Coldwood. Coldwood, that's what it is. Yeah, Coldwood uh, <clears throat> developed it. Okay. So the thing about this I was game. I going to call your ass out. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Matt, flip that switch behind you. Uh, which one? The party one? Yeah, the party one. Okay, the party one's on. You feel uh, partying? No, the, the light is getting low in here, and I feel like it's affecting people's mood. No, I. I you're. I, Okay, turn the light off. Turn the light off. Beep boop. (laughs) Something's happening. It's affecting your mood. You're totally right. (laughs) Uh, So, Unravel. You play as a character named Yarny, and there's a few things I like about this game. The first thing that drew me into this game is it's so pretty. Mm. This game is (laughs) so it's 2D, but like it has really is it 2D? Yeah, really lifelike, like uh, like graphics to it, and I I love it so much. Um. I don't know what, just like the landscapes and the and the way it is, it's just like, It's got know. like a little like bokeh filter on the, like, uh, so you can kind of see like a blur effect and all the characters are kind of like little, so everything is really big around <clears throat> them. In this massive world. Yeah. And they're really detailed, like Matt was just saying, like almost photorealistic. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's so fun to, to like just play. It's so fun to like look at that screen for that long. So have you played it? 
Yeah. Okay. I thought you started off with it. You haven't played it yet. I haven't played two. I played okay. the first one. Um, and the story is like really sad. <laughs> it's like a pretty sad story you play through. Uh, it's a good story, no less. But the other thing I like too is um, the, uh, I guess for lack of a better term, like the life meter of it. So you play as a character made out of yarn named Yarny. And you can only go um, as far as your yarn is. You have to like find more yarn to con- to go further, mm. um, which I think is really really a cool mechanic. And, and as you start unraveling as you're going, yes, oh, okay. So like you'll know that you're low because you're just like <laughs> a couple strands <laughs> at you know at certain points. Um, and it's got a really fun like mechanic of uh, like swinging is cool. And it's a, it's a pretty much a puzzle based game where you have to like move things around and like push like little crab apples on the things and like fill up water. <laughs> um, it's really fun. I saw an image that you're just like flipping through some of him uh, like roping a bike and pulling the bike along with him. Yeah, like you have to move stuff around. And, and it's so cute. Yeah, the water in this fucking game is amazing though. The, uh, I can't. I love it. I love this, the way it looks so much. Um, but it, it, it is fun. And uh, it's definitely worth uh, checking out for sure. So that's my number four is Unravel. Yeah, it's been on my list for a while to play. Play it, baby. Uh, we're doing a lot of 2D games, huh? I think, uh, well, so, Matt's first one was a full-on 3D. Yeah, yours is 3D, but Yoku was 2D. Yo- uh, yours was Braid was 2D. Well, and- I had to call an audible because the, I, I have a few games on here that I'd like to probably blast her at the end. Yeah, Unravel is a 2D game and mine is a 2D game. What what What, what is it? It's uh, it's a game called Celeste. Oh, ah. the pizza making game, Mama Celeste. <laughs> have you guys played this or know what this is? Uh, I know of it. I don't. I haven't seen it. Okay. I, other than that, I don't know anything about it. You know what? So, uh, real quick, going back, Matt, we did the uh, things of uh, top five or Turts 2018 review. Yeah. And Celeste was on the list of video games, and we were like, "What the fuck is this?" Uh, and that's still how I feel. <laughs> right. But this uh, this is like a big indie game that I found out after the fact that is like huge and critics fucking love it. It's got a 10 out of 10 on Steam. Right? Yes. You're going to their website? Just click images. I'm not doing... Oh, settle down, BWK. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Freaking put so, a gun in my mouth. Wait, is yeah. This game uh, heavily uh, kind of like dives into the topics of like depression and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. So your main, main character of the game is... Uh, wanting to climb this mountain and uh and sh- you don't kind of know why but over the course of the game it starts revealing why she's doing it and it's because she's uh feeling very depressed and you literally like confront her like image of herself as like a as a um enemy and there's like parts of the game where they, it makes you like relax and take deep breaths and stuff like that so it really does like uh have like a theme like there's a mechanic of like panicking yeah there's this mechanic where there's like this feather floating in front of you and you have to like keep it in a box and it is like representative of her like panic um but it i mean that's only like sequences but mostly the game is a 2d like action game where you uh you kind of get into these like little rooms right so and then you have to find your way out of it so the character moves 2d and she can do a um like a speed jump. So she'll jump and then she can do a second speed jump Mm -hmm. and uh, temporarily invincible while she's in the speed jump mode, you know? Uh, And you have to kind of string together these like really complicated moves. And it's so hard. It it's a, it's basically braid level hard, but uh, it's not really a puzzle game. It's more of an action game. Like a, uh, like a platform game. Yeah. Platform. And uh, it's really cool. 
But what's what I love about it is that they have a difficulty slider that lets you turn off things that are bothering you about the game's difficulty. And it doesn't punish you for doing that. So it's not like if you if you turn off like you can make yourself invincible if you want to. Great. Um, but and it's it's I think it's like one it's basically one hit kill for everything. Um and then it immediately rewinds when you die to the beginning of that stage stage basically and then you, you know so you have that like sense of like one more time one more time but if something starts irritating you you want to be able to jump higher or slower or have more dashes and things like that you can just adjust that all in the settings so it's, this game caters to soft people oh. no but it wants you to play it and it, it the default settings are brutally hard and it wants you to enjoy it so some people don't love dying a million times uh, like you said, Braid seemed too difficult. You didn't want to get through it. You didn't even want to try it. You knew it was too difficult. Yeah. Well, Celeste lets you set your difficulty level in a really, like I think, cool way. If you want an easy game, just go play Barney's Hide and Seek for the Sega Genesis. No, that game's <laughs> fucking hard, dude. <laughs> Could ever find Barney? Dude, I think he's, <laughs> I think he's dead. Um, anyway, so that's Celeste. I really, I really loved it. <clears throat> Cool, and you can get it on Switch for like ten bucks, fifteen yeah. bucks. After I heard that it was like this indie game that was like loved, I was curious about it, and the whole depression thing kind of piqued my interest. Yeah, uh, the story is really good, but I I think the gameplay is better. Do you want to do your number four? No. Okay. okay. So what do we do? Uh, what happens when the show breaks? Uh, well, I think we change the show. Uh, right. Welcome to Cooking with Rick. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> my number four is a game that I discovered two years ago at PAX. Uh, and as soon as I started playing it, I. You like that, Rick? I just like still? that it's not even like Matt. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you could, it could be cooking with Matt for no. sure. Rick's a character. We got to find Rick. On. Someone totally different. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is a game that I discovered two years ago at PAX. Um, it's a game by Weepy Studios. Uh, they de- uh, developed it, and it was put out by THQ Nordic. Uh, this is uh, a 911 simulator called This is the Police. Uh, so essentially, you get oh, wait, all... You know what? Dooley was just talking to me about this at, at PAX. Oh, yeah? And he was saying that it's basically all of the boring parts of police work, where you have to like file papers and stuff. No, it's not so much... There's no paper filing Bro's at like, all. I love filing papers! Yeah! <laughs> I mean, I do. Um, I like alphabetizing things. But no, this is a game where you just get all these um, these calls that come through, and it's like there's a suspect down at you know Pier Street Bank, and he's uh he's he broke in and he's waving a gun around. So you have to dispatch your uh, police uh, unit, however many there you think are going to be good for this, in order to uh, kind of stop this situation. But the other things that go on in this game is uh, you play as this, uh, the commissioner who's pretty disgraced and everything. And um, there's a lot of like moral choices that are involved as well. So like one of the first big things that happens in this game, like the big events is that there's a, uh, a rally and you need to not send any black cops or you need to fire all your black cops because black cops are not wanted in this town and do you do that and that affects the story going on um and things matter and your ending is going to be very different uh it's a very stylized game with this like kind of flat uh 2d kind of drawings um 
it's kind of like polygonal flat it's weird uh there's amazing voice acting in this game uh you got oh, voice acting yep there's, there's a lot of voice acting um not everything is but the the main like story there's a lot of voice acting um there's certain is det- it like does it have strategy elements to it like it, kind of i'm looking we're looking at uh screenshots now and it's got kind of like a grid system where you can that's move this is the police too Oh, okay. which I have not played yet, but I know they added uh, kind of like an XCOM type of feel to it. So mm-hmm. you have to like set your place up in the kind of like in a certain area, a certain that way. It seems like almost in contrast with what you were just describing. It's, it seems very different. <laughs> uh, I've not played two yet. I'm still working on one. Uh, but then Although have- I will say that that was more interesting to me than the screenshots from This is the Police One. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> you know, it, it's all the same. Uh, but yeah, no, you got to solve these cases and everything. Uh and you have to find all the clues, and you got to you know get them. But yeah, the, <laughs> you got to get them. You got to get those clues. <laughs> you got to solve the the shit. But you play like a cop, uh, and like you can die really early in the game because of the certain choices that you made. Because some some you gang member off a you, mafia, you, you pissed off a mafia member, and you know what? That's it. You crossed them. You get killed, and that's the end of the game. Jesus. Yeah. There's a f- screenshot of them walking out the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in cuffs. In cuffs. Yep. So weird shit like that. That's uh, cool. It was Where'd very, you play this? Played it at PAX two years ago. Oh, okay. Have you played the full game? I'm still working on it. Working on getting it? No, or? no, no. I'm pl- like I have it. Where? On my Xbox. Oh, okay. Um, I just oh, have, you I, see that Switch logo on this is the police too. It looks like yeah, I guess it's on Switch. <laughs> All right, pretty cool. But yeah. <laughs> All uh, right. This game's <laughs> now very we're fun talking. To me. Very fun game to me. Uh, if you like nine one one simulators. Yeah, this is the police. Okay, cool recommendation. And um, who doesn't? What do you What do you got, Matt? Uh, my number three. Uh, my number three is the one that Fro and I probably have um, on our list at the same time from Team Seventeen. Is this your number three? <clears throat> it is not. If uh, it's if I, if you're going with what I think you're going with. All right, my number three is a game called Overcooked. Oh, that's my number three. Is it number three? Yeah. One. No, it's honestly my number three. Is it? Are you doing Overcooked one? Yeah, uh, I, I just did one, yeah. Well, I'll do both because it's a not much of a departure. So you do both, <laughs> I'll do one, and you do two. Oh, yeah, Overcooked 2 is my number one. That's your number one? Yeah. Wow. Well, you know the rules of the show. Yeah. You get, so to, you take, get to talk about it. You so, got first dibs. Yeah, so Overcooked, I think I just I discovered at PAX. Uh, that may have been the first or second year that we went to PAX where Overcooked 1 was out. Yeah. Team 17 put it out, and uh, Overcooked is this cooperative game where you run a kitchen and you play these little cute chefs <laughs> ranging from a, a big Ophi guy to a grandmother to a, guy a, in a, a, little, a little raccoon in a wheelchair. Um, I, by the way, at PAX, I saw a cosplay of a guy as the raccoon yeah, in a wheelchair. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I saw that. I was like, is this just a guy in a wheelchair? Yeah, I was thinking, I was like, if you're, if you're in a wheelchair, that's a great costume. Right. But it, uh, and then if you're not in a wheelchair, it's a great costume because you don't have to walk around all day. That's true. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is a cooperative game where you have to uh, fulfill these orders at these restaurants. So you have, uh, you ha- you have your guy find the ingredients, and it's usually simple things like three ingredients. <clears throat> Let's say you're cooking a, a burger, mm. so you got to get the meat. Yeah. You got to bring it over to the cutting board. You got to cut it up, and then you got to put it on the pan. And you got to start you're cooking tenderizing it. Up. it. No, you're, you're cutting it you're up. You're cutting it. You're cutting the meat up? Sure. You can yeah. just, yeah. Well, how do you, for what? To mince it so you can make it into a burger, if you're making a burger. 
Uh, Don't think too hard about it right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you got to cook it up, but you got to make sure you're paying attention to all these other things because it's all like a score-based system. Um, you have anywhere... And you from, only get points for completing Completing meals. the meals. So yeah. you have to acquire the ingredients. the ingredients together. You got to make sure it's on a plate. And then you serve it. Yep. You got to make sure you're watching because you don't want one thing cooking at a time. You want to cook up several things at once. So usually, and you don't have that many plates. So you got to do dishes. You got to do dishes. You can't let uh, the, the oven catch fire. Yep. And then you're in, all the levels are pretty gimmicked. So there's like a pirate ship level uh, where the boat swaying. So stuff starts shifting on the boat. And like oh, the, the. That's insane. The stove is in a totally different spot now. And you get fucked over that way. Or you're on like the edge of a cliff and you might like fall off. You might off fall or, off. Or, or a rat might take your food. Or yeah, a mouse takes your fo- food that you put on the ground. So you got to chase after the mouse and get it back. And uh, what really makes these games incredible is playing with four people. Right. So P- you can Playing either- by yourself. Is that even possible? It sucks. Yeah. Because you got to switch characters with like the triggers and only one person can do something independently. Oh my but God. But working as a team is very fun. But it it's also it's manic. very, very manic, and it can be super stressful. So, like, although remember when we were at PAX this year and we watched those people playing it and just like blowing, couldn't away? believe it. We and lo- they weren't even communicating with each other. They were very like, all right, get the get the get the onion. All right, I need a lettuce. Yep. Okay. Good. All right, it's on the on the grill. All right, serve this up. Please. All right, I just put a plate out. Yep. Uh, <laughs> when me and my wife play the game, fucking screaming at her. My wife. My wife. I'm like, get the fucking lettuce! What are you doing? <laughs> oh my god, it's it. I feel like I don't even have fun playing Overcooked. I I love I, it, but I know it's fun. I just am in a constant stress. It's I think it's one of the best stress-inducing games I've ever played. I enjoy it so much. Me and Matt did a competition at this PAX. We didn't do bad. We didn't do good. We made it past the first round. We made it past the first round. But we lost to the people that won it, and they won it by like a fucking landslide too. Yeah, but I think I think we were the closest to. The, I think if we so Fro and I had a different strategy, we we didn't have the best strategy. Pretty much our strategy was uh, Fro's going to do most of the cooking, and I'm just going to make sure the other team can't cook. <laughs> it was like the, it was a a funny little uh, <laughs> way for us to play. The level that we did, it didn't work as well. And I was going to flood their area with food so it would be difficult for them to like pick up their stuff because it would be filled. But I would throw it to them. They would just capture it and then just fucking cut it up and use it. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and so, so we abandoned that strategy like uh, 30 seconds into the that round. And we only lost by like 100 points. Yeah, three minute rounds, right? It yeah. varies. And we but... only lost by, like I said, 100 points. So I think if we if we went toe to toe and the team that won, the teams that were in the finals, like, like Fro said, they were beating the bags off of them. I was like, Oh, we could have did better than that if we just fucking tried not we got to be seated a... differently too. Yeah, tr- that's also true. <laughs> well, Overcooked is so good. I haven't played Overcooked too. I think they. It's good. They. I think they perfected it because you can throw now in that one, mm-hmm. which I think is throw and catch. Throw and catch. I think that's that element alone has made it better. Yeah. Um, you can swear. Rah, you, can, rah, rah. you can swear in the original. Too. Yeah, I know. It's just so fun. I and love I love swear. that onion. The King Onion? Dude, Kevin. Idy, idy, you, got the, you got the Onion King and then his dog, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin is so fucking cute. E-B-B. Anything you want to say about Overcooked or should we move on? I mean, that's pretty much it. I yeah, mean, it's, it's all our game. number three. That's so well, funny. It's my no, number it's one. Fro's number one. Oh, shoot. All right, so Fro, do your number three. We weren't expecting that, were you, baby? Bitch, baby? You ever call a baby a bitch? I have actually. Yeah, I, I would likely do it <laughs> <laughs> if I was around more babies. <laughs> All right. So my number three, uh, do 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 shit. I was never heard of that game. I wasn't. Who puts that out? 
your mother. Oh, good for her. I'm glad she's doing something. <laughs> yeah, man. Hold on. I wasn't expecting to go right now, so let me just quickly queue up my thing. PWK, what's new? No. Who's your favorite chef? Mine? Yeah. Probably Gordon Ramsay. No, no. In the game, you dumbass. Oh. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to answer the question. <laughs> Maybe maybe more specific next time. Okay, who's your favorite chef in the uh, game? You dumbass idiot. Uh, I play as uh, I play as a squid, pink oh, squid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm good. The uh, so my number three. I like the girl with the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Raccoon in the wheelchair all day. Yeah, of course. It's so funny. Okay. Uh, so my number three it was uh, came out in 2017, and this was on my E3 uh, list, uh, released by Studio MDHR. This is Cuphead. Oh, this is. I played this at PAX. Yeah, for the first time. Yeah. So on Switch, baby. This would probably be higher on my list if it wasn't so fucking hard. It is very hard. This is such a difficult game where the stress that you are involved with one is more like I'm going to throw my fucking controller into my TV in a second. It's the level they demoed at the Nintendo booth this year. Was hard, but mm-hmm. not that hard. Oh, Cuphead how could is it possibly hard. be that much harder. It is. Oh, it's it a well-known game. How difficult it is. Yeah, I hear everyone talk about that, but I'm like, mm. and that's usually one of the cr- uh, criticism of the game is just like it's so fucking hard. Like, I can't get past things. I played. Uh, oh shit! I wish I could remember the name of the level. I played this one level that took me maybe 70 tries to get through. I wish you could remember the name of the level. Uh, it's always so funny. I can't remember the name. Uh, it you, was called Tutorial? <laughs> <laughs> it was the very there, beginning. This is, I'm kind of cutting you off here, but there's this uh, Mario game. Uh, what's it called? The one on Wii U, the 3D one. 3D Super, 3D World, something like that? Sure. Um, <laughs> and there's this level called Cakewalk Flip, where anytime you jump, it flips the ground from like green to red, and mm-hmm. you can only stand on it when it's a certain color. And it switches every time you jump. And me and my friend Brian were playing that together, and we played that level like ten. I was gonna say ten times, but it was easily a hundred. And we we're just like screaming at each other, like "Tell me when you're gonna jump!" <laughs> like, and, and then uh, we always say like, "Oh, our friendship almost ended because of cake, <laughs> cakewalk flip." So I would love to know what the level is that you had to play a million times. Uh, it's just, it's so the uh, matchstick, the grim matchstick. I remembered it now. It's this dragon level that you uh, have to fight this guy, and so you, everything is boss fights essentially. And it's a like a it's a it's a shooter, like a spray and pray type of shooting game. Um, the big deal with this game is that it's totally hand drawn animation. Think of classic 1930s Disney, like silly symphony style. Yes. Yeah. Everything is 100% hand-drawn in this game. And, like, it's amazing how they were able to pull this off in a video game and have it look so good. Everything was seamless. uh, And it just worked. The music was very classic to that time period. Um, But, yeah, just everything is... uh, Going back a little bit, everything is a boss fight. And they're usually three stages. Um, So you get past one stage of the boss cool the next one goes and it gets a little bit harder and then the next one goes and it gets even harder but you die you start the whole level over you oh that's bullshit you don't <laughs> you don't stick with where you last beat that boss yeah. that's it you start the whole level over so this fucking dragon was a fucking pain in the dick and i thought i was gonna throw my 
controller into the screen. I haven't beat the game yet because it gets so hard. I have to take huge breaks. See, wouldn't it be fun if there was a um, an assist mode in there that kind of let you turn off some of the, that difficulty so you no. could get through and see all the beautiful animation? No, because I'm not soft. Um, <laughs> Whatever, loser. <laughs> but the <laughs> but the game is really fun. It's got a little story where they uh, make a deal with the devil and they need to uh, pretty much atone for that and. Uh, I love that it's Cuphead and Mug Mugman. Cuphead yeah. and Mugman, <laughs> and, but the uh, game's called Cuphead. Poor Mugman, right? <laughs> Second fiddle. And did they add? They added a, another character, a, a woman, right? What's her name? Uh, what I, is her? I, name? I don't know. I'll look it up. They just she was they, added. Yeah, they did DLC recently. Oh, really? I didn't. I was not aware of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the animation for it is just amazing. Uh. Who is this it? character? Oh, Jesus Christ. Just give me the fucking name and the title of a fucking <laughs> Google link. Jesus Christ. Um, but yes, very fun. If You'll you, never guess what the name of the new Cuphead character is. Uh, if you enjoy... Scroll up just a little Miss bit. Miss Chalice. Chalice. Miss Chalice. <laughs> Miss Chalice. Uh, if you enjoy difficult games, it's very much worth it. Uh, just visual animation alone is amazing. Um, so that that alone makes this game incredible. Yeah, but I if, wish you could see all the animation, but you won't play through it because it's too hard. No, you play through a little bit. Even so, the intro is fucking great too. Music's I'm, so good. I'm just being a bitch. I know you're being a little bitch. baby bitch. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Um, it would be higher on my list if it wasn't harder, or if it wasn't so hard. Yeah, well, when you play through Celeste, like, feel free to lower the difficulty. You don't get punished at all. No, uh, Matt. What do you got for your number two? My number two is a game called Stardew Valley. Ugh. I've got opinions on this, but I'll let you talk first. Oh, just play okay. Harvest Moon. Uh, Stardew Valley is a, is a very fun. It's a great game. Um, the thing that I like about it is the fact that like a single guy made pretty much the entire thing. Yeah, Everything. I love, I love that. Um, that's probably my favorite thing. As someone who also likes, I'm I'm a creative person. I like to build things. I like when I I like watching people. Um, their whole thing come to together. That's why, like, that's a big reason why I love uh, Ghost so much. Is that whole concept? Everything is done and made by the singer. Uh, so with this game, I was I heard about it. That's what drew me into playing it. And then I played it. I was like, oh my god, this is real. <laughs> this is like such an accomplishment for one person. Um, and the game itself is fun. It's a great game. It's got great reviews. It's a farming uh, simulator. It's a farming simulator, more or less. But it is very relationship. Um, you know, pick and choose. Um, uh, like um, like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a choose your own adventure story. When it comes to like relationships, and who do you want to boink? Who do you want to boink? Boink. Uh, could <laughs> you be, said boink. Could be anybody. With a serious face. <laughs> but uh, but, yeah, it's great. You uh, you you harvest uh resources, stone, wood, and you grow things to sell, and you just kind of live in this world. And there's also like this like a <laughs> it's like a weird like ghost over ghost story overtone to it, where like you have to like. Um, you fight like creatures in the night out of nowhere, which is I thought was like a a cool twist that and I you wasn't can, like go down in the haunted mine and stuff, right? And then you yeah. can go down on that girl. Yeah, tell us about the boinking. Boinking. I do my boinking in private. You're not good enough friends. With oh, me you don't to know. boink boink and tell. <laughs> no, I don't boink and tell. <laughs> boink and tell. <laughs> You're not good enough friends with me to know about my boinking. <laughs> Matt, have you ever played Harvest Moon? Uh, yeah, I know the game. Is it essentially the same thing minus this? ghost fighting aspect i mean uh sh- sure it's the same way that like it's also the same thing as like a animal crossing yeah i mean it's a, it's just a type so of game here's my opinion that i've been holding uh <laughs> so please give me the floor <laughs> sure just uh my floor is gone okay um i love animal crossing and that's yeah, like do. a really simple version of 
of um, Stardew, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, and I felt that Stardew Valley gave me too much, and it made me appreciate how limited Animal Crossing is, because there's too much you can do in Stardew Valley that I end up. It's it's the GTA syndrome. If you let me go anywhere and do anything, I go nowhere and do nothing. No. And that's how I felt when I played Stardew Valley. Yeah, but chopping down that wood is so satisfying. You are a simple bitch. (laughs) I beg your unbelievable pardon. (laughs) You need things to be easy, huh? He's just a simple kind of man. Uh, You had the perfect opportunity to say simple kind of bitch. (laughs) Simple. What's your? That's your gimmick. I'm oh. not gonna be mean to this. This kind of gentle sweet soul, sweetheart, America's sweet boy. That's right. You hear about his cock earlier? <laughs> oh. I did. Pink stump. Yeah, I thought your thoughts and prayers. <laughs> I want to know what BWK's dick looks like. I'll uh, show you, man. Will you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was. Not I would be very okay with you pulling out your dick. What? I, You're crazy. I would be shocked. <laughs> Nothing shocks me. I would be fucking floored. I wouldn't know what to do. I my my hands would go on my head. I'd be <laughs> genuinely surprised. If I had to wager a guess, I would say you have a very fat head. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not a bad guess though. It's I think your head is substantially bigger than your shaft. Okay. It's not true. <laughs> it's all very proportional. <laughs> yeah, so Stardew Valley anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game. You should play it. My number two, uh, Stardew Valley. It is a good game. Um, it's worthy of being a number two. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an amazing accomplishment by one person. It has it's been ported a bunch of times. You can play it on iOS now, um, and I do. I have it on uh, my uh, my Steam account, and I play it on iOS. And I have it on Switch. Yeah, it's fun. You can get a cat. They <laughs> got a cat. It's great. Pet the cat. <laughs> Cat's great. All right, let me do my number two. Okay, my number two is Dead Cells. Okay. I've heard of this game. I don't know anything about it. Neither do I. Can you pull up some pictures, please? Sure can. So it's a 2D. Uh, it's a 2D dungeon crawler game. So you play as this guy. There's no real like story or anything. And you go into these procedurally generated like dungeons. Uh, and you just you yeah. get assigned two random weapons at the beginning of the dungeon. This was at PAX. Yep. Is that PAX this year? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they're they're doing a DLC mm. for it. Um, you get these two randomly generated weapons and then you go through the dungeon and you kill enemies and you collect these cells. And then as you go through the dungeon, you get to like a midway point where you can cash in the cells to give yourself permanent upgrades. But if you die, you lose everything except for your permanent upgrades. So uh, you are like trying to unlock additional uh, weapons because they randomly generate. So you want to like unlock all kinds of cool new weapons so that um, you have the chance of getting them. Um, and then there's like this this like little sense of progression and the permanent upgrades cost so many cells and you have this like sense of, should I even risk going further or should I uh, cash in all my cells and start over again, you know? Uh, because if you die, you lose everything. Yeah, huh. the, I, I enjoy these games. It's got a good loop. To a degree. But I always get frustrated when, like, everything is over. Because there's no real ending to these games. Uh, well, this game has, it kind of has an ending. You can get to, like, a final boss. There's, like, these little mini bosses, and there is a final boss. Yeah. But then it brings you back to the beginning, and you just go through the dungeon. Yeah. Again. But the enemies get more and more difficult as you start leveling up right. what your, like, permanent upgrades. It's a typical dungeon crawler game. Yeah, there's a name for these. I'm trying to remember. Roguelike. Because you lose everything if you die. Oh. 
Yeah. I think it's called a roguelike. I thought it was just dungeon crawler. Uh, but it's really cool, and the <clears throat> fighting mechanic is so fluid and and fun, and uh, it forces you to like play with different weapons that you normally wouldn't like. Normally, someone would be like, "Oh, I, I'm good at the you know bow and arrow," and then that's the only weapon they'll use. But this one doesn't give you a bow and arrow every time, so you have to kind of like experiment with other weapons. Hmm. It's cool. You'll really like it. This is like uh, this is uh, gauntlet. Essentially, gauntlet is what. You keep running through the same procedurally generated dungeons over and over again, so they're always different every time you go through yeah. it, um, and it just loops you back around and around yeah. and around, um, and you just play until you're kind of sick of the loop. Right. All right. These are good multiplayer games. Yeah. Just kind of have fun with people. and Yeah, like you get a turn, then someone else gets a turn. Is, it, is this only one player? One player. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, anyway, Dead Cells. Hell yeah. Bro. I know I'm not alone in this. You're not. Go ahead, Fro. It was pretty popular at PAX. No, um, I, I did my number one, so clean. You did oh, your you number did, one? You didn't do you your need number, number two. two. Good call. <laughs> oh, yeah, really, you almost got us there, bro. <laughs> Good fucking call. Uh, somebody shut that wind up. <laughs> I know, there's there's like this like whistle of a wind blowing from outside the uh, studio. It's windy yeah. over here. It's pretty windy. <clears throat> All right, so my number two. This new studio's got some uh, quarks. Quarch. It's got some character. So this, uh, my number two is a game that I discovered on Twitch accidentally, um, and I'm very happy that I did. Um, this is another simulator-style game. Uh, this is Papers, Please. I knew you were going to have this on your list. <clears throat> yes. Uh, Papers, Please is a border patrol simulator where you kind of run an Im- uh, like an immigration and border patrol uh, kind of like booth. Uh, you're It's set in this communist a port of entry yes yes thank you uh it's a fictional communist state called astrotska and uh you play as this guy who is just trying to work and maintain his life you uh you have to check people's passports and you either deny them or let them in to the country but you need to be careful because people will try to get in with fake passports so you need to make sure their names check out their their uh their ex- expiration date is fine, their birth date is fine, that the picture is actually them. And then they start adding el- other elements into the game, and there is a big, long story. Um, they start uh, The other elements that happen is, like, you know, a terrorist attack happened, so we don't trust people from this place. They don't trust people from Alton District. So if people from Alton District show up, you need to uh, confiscate their passport, and you give them a temporary one, and, and if they fight you on it, you detain them and you call the police over and they bash them in the head and sounds take them boring. Away. It's it's <laughs> <clears throat> how do they how do they do this? Like is it through like Fro loves tedious tasks. Yeah, like pop ups. He fucking or, loves mm-hmm. it. Like is is this like a two D game? Like yeah. is it a game? Do you move around? Nope, you don't no, move around. You, you, I'll show you. You're talking. in the booth. It is fun, but it's not that fun. <laughs> I think it's great. Uh, so it's just like text screen, uh, pop-ups on the screen that show you like... Yeah, the, the person comes up, you get their dialogue, and they're like, why are you here? I'm working. How long are you here for? Six months. And if their work pass, if their work visa doesn't say six months, you deny them, and then you detain them. Uh, yeah, okay. so there's just all this shit that's going on, and you need to make sure that everything is kosher. Um, oh, and it has like a little line of people. Yep, you got people. So the more people you kind of bring into the world, the more you get paid. And because you're trying to take care of your family, if you get uh, if you get uh, like citations, you get paid less. And then so your wife gets sick. 
but then you got to pay for uh, medicine. So you want to make sure you're getting people through correctly and everything so that you and, and fast. All right. Uh, and actually, also, that sounds kind of interesting. But like people like somebody will come in and like offer you a bribe. Yeah. You know, because like you need the money. Like Fro says, like your family's sick and like somebody's like, you know, I need to get through. I'll pay you whatever until you have like you have this moral quandary of like, do you let them in and take the money or, you know, it, yeah. it, it, it's pretty good. There's a lot of paths that you can take in this game. <clears throat> uh, so like right now I have this. What'd you play it on? I'm playing it on Steam. I think that's all it's out for. Um, <clears throat> but I'm I'm playing this thing where I got this like terrorist organization that's like slipping me these notes, and I'm watching out for certain people to come through. And it's like they do not come through because of you know X, Y, and Z. Um, since this game's come out, there's actually been a couple clones for it. Um, uh, there's a game that was just at this pack. It's called Not Tonight. It's like you run, a, you're a bouncer at a bar, and it takes place during Brexit. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and then so you check all their uh, IDs, and you know, are they of age? Are they not? Let them in, let them out. Uh, and there's another one on the Xbox, which I don't recall the name of it. It's just another bouncer thing, uh, be checking IDs. Um, I personally think this game's very fun. <clears throat> um, I accidentally came across it on Twitch one time where I was watching like Overwatch. And that stream ended, and then it just filtered into Papers, Please. And I was like, what the fuck is this game? And it instantly grabbed me, and I was like, I love cool. this. Well, it seems cool. It, it is, is good. Uh, it sucks it's only on PC. Yeah. Put it on Switch. Okay, go ahead, Matt. Uh, if you like the show, support the show. Go to makefun.network, where you can participate in all the fun shenanigans and goings-on there. Yep. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at top 5 of death and if you have a death on how you died listening to the show send that death over to top five of death at gmail.com always the number five now my number one my Spill. number one indie game Spill it. Uh, it's a game that I love very much I think it's very fun it's a game called Shovel Knight uh, oh yeah of course Shovel I, Knight is incredible it's a great game it's a very it's a eight pick eight pick eight razors or pens your okay, choice i am so fucking over eight and 16 bit games it 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 has been um aren't you over it by now like not me i mean i still like them but um it is getting a bit saturated yeah enough so shovel knight uh came out a, a little while ago so it wasn't um it didn't like come out now in the saturation so, sorry let me just clarify i'm over that style yeah the gameplay might still be really great yeah. celeste is like almost a little eight bit it definitely is. And I love Shovel Knight, and that is also 8-bit. Yeah. So but, what are you crying for? No, I'm just over the style. I'm sick of looking at it. But Shovel Knight is a uh, it's a it's a Metroidvania type of game. It's very like Mega Man reminiscent. Is it a Metroidvania, so it's got a big map? Uh, Yeah, it's pretty big. Um, it's pretty big. So. I wasn't sure if it was more Mega Man-like, where it's on you're just on the set level, and you're going. Well, you kind of go level to level. Yeah. So almost like a, like a <clears throat> Mario Super mario world or something like that yeah but um it's a it's a lot of fun you play as a as shovel knight and you're trying to save your friend shield knight and it's a it's a it's a great story and the thing that i liked the most about it was just like it was so smooth it was such a uh like a polished throwback game it played so well the weapon upgrades were were, were great the storyline was a lot of fun it was it was a uh, it was cheesy and and tongue tongue and cheeky when it needed to be it was like enjoyable every turn that you took. And then like some of my favorite characters, you can after well, at least the addition I have, once you once you beat the game, you can play it again as like a different like a totally different story uh, with like a different uh, character. And they also came out with a new um, like uh, brawl game, like Shovel Knight 
tournament or something like that. Shovel Knight something. Uh, but it's new. It was at PAX this year, and it's like a it's a it's a it's like a Brawlhalla, Smash Bros type of game. Oh, that's interesting. Shovel Knight has one. Yeah, huh. I forget what it's called, but I, I saw it. What is it called? Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. No, I think that's the one with all the DLC that you can get on Switch. Yeah, <clears throat> I, you saw there's something popped up that said Shovel Knight Fighting Game. Oh, uh, Smackdown, Smashdown. I think that's what it is. I thought I just saw that in the autocomplete. Okay, well, he's we'll googling fig- it. By the we'll way, we'll figure it out at sometimes. No, just people want him in Smash Bros. Real bad. He is in Smash Brothers. He's a assist trophy. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he? He's also essentially Meta Knight. <laughs> he looks very similar. Yeah. Um, Showdown. That's what it is. So yeah, it's a. Uh, it's like a. It's, it's what you expect it to be. I don't know what to expect. What do you mean? <laughs> it's like a Brawlhalla type of game. Like a four person. Oh, okay. So it's a single, single screen. Everybody on screen at once, and they all fight each other. Right. Kind of like King of the Hat. Yes. Do you guys remember King of the Hat? That was very fun. Yeah, that game was a lot of fun. At PAX last year. Mm Mm-hmm. It was in a Nintendo Direct, so it should be coming out soon. It damn well better be. But that's my number one is Shovel Knight. It's a great... If you haven't played it... Oh, also the music is awesome. The music is like a classic... Like, uh, that's... That was a big thing about it was uh, the music is is awesome. Um, You can get like a a vinyl of it and it sold out. It sold out pretty well anyway. Yeah, the video game vinyl thing is like blowing up right now yeah it is i saw a bunch of people selling it at pax i was like people buying this They're like oh yeah i was like all right yeah i wanted to buy some records for some video game soundtracks but i chose against it smart cheap good, good call um my number one yeah <laughs> Ooh, excuse me the cough game <laughs> my number one is the switch has so many incredible games on it already it's kind of nuts it's only been out for two years and i feel like we have so we have the best zelda game we have the one of the best mario games like this system is just incredible but in my top five games on Switch is this little indie game uh, called Steam World Dig 2. Steam World Dig 2. Have you guys heard of it? I don't think I know it. Okay. It's a combination of um, like a Dig Dug and uh, like a, a Dead Cells, basically. <laughs> so you play as this little robot and you dig down into this like deep cave and... Uh, it saves your path and you go down and then you like collect some gems, you fight some enemies and then you have to go back up to cash in the gems to get upgrades so that you can go further down. Oh, that's kind of cool. And it saves your path. So as you dig like that, whatever you dug away is permanent. Neat. Permanently gone. Um, And the game is gigantic. It's a Metroidvania too. It's got a giant map. There's like these little story beats inside there where you have to like rescue people who are trapped in the mine um, there's this like mis- mystery happening in the game too. Um, it just has this incredibly addictive loop of go down, collect gems, go up, cash them in, get stronger so you can go deeper down. Um, and then the fighting <clears throat> mechanics are legitimately good. Uh, I just love it. I, I've played through it twice and it's pretty long. Wow. It's a really fun game, and if you're on like a plane or you're like bored at your parents' house or something, I played this when I was visiting my mom. Um, Ooh, take that, mom! You heard it first. Beautiful mom is boring. Well, I went down to visit her, and then turns out she had to like work all day, so I was like stuck in her house all day. Oh. She lives right on the beach, though, so I just played Steamwork World Dig Two and sat on the beach. Wow, it's really great. I love this game. So SteamWorld Dig 2 is, I think, one of the best games on Switch Did, um, and my number one. Was the second playthrough different than the first time? 
Uh, yeah, because I knew what, where to go and what to do. Mm. And you, you learn the map pretty well. Um, and I knew like what, what, uh, you, you're constantly like getting new upgrades to your character yeah. that makes, makes her like run faster or she gets a grappling hook or jet pack or something. Um, and you can upgrade those, um, by bringing gems up and t- turning them in. And, uh, I knew the second time around, I was like, ah, I know which ones not to bother upgrading and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that completes our list. So what the we- fuck? Nobody's going to say shit. I don't, I don't know, know the game. I don't know anything about it. All right, that's cool. I, I, asked, I asked the only <laughs> question I had. <laughs> uh, all right, whatever. And Fro, your number one was Overcooked 2. Overcooked 2, yes, sir. Yep. All right, Matt, bring us into the fun butts. All right, the fun butts list. If you want to put your list up for us to uh, read or talk about uh, or scrutinize or make fun of, whatever you want. Uh, you or can go to not say anything about. Or that. <laughs> uh, go to uh, makefun.network. I don't know anything about I've never even heard of the game. Okay, well, play it. It's on all systems, I think. Oh, I just I'll, played it on Switch. I'll check it out. Uh, but Dave Roldan says, number five, Braid. Number four, Runner 2, Future Legend of Rhythm Alien. Oh, I love the Runner games. Uh, number three, Overcooked. Number two, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. And number one, uh, uh, Night in the Woods. Uh, Night in the Woods is an interesting pick. I need to play that. People love that game. Yeah. yeah. It's a really story-based. Yeah, it's another depression-based game. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I played like the first 40 minutes of it, and I was like, not for me. They're trying to get everybody uh, included in these and feel like they're a part of this. So if you have depression, this game speaks to you. Okay. Uh, Zach Barmack, the man with the rhyming name, also a uh, gift giver of, to BWK. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. Uh, number five, Cuphead. Number four, Overcooked. One and two. They're basically the same game, so they work together. Yep. Uh, number three, Undertale. Number two, Super Meat Boy, which people love. Yeah. Uh, number one, Shovel Knight. There cool. you go. <laughs> uh, Tom Nolan Craig. Uh, okay. So oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Boy, uh, this guy knows uh, how to write. All right. So he starts <laughs> off with, uh, my number two is technically is a, is a technicality because it was an indie uh, it was an indie publisher when they made this game, hmm. but then the company, of course, grew due to the success. The rest are mostly Switch games because they're so affordable uh, there that I've bought dozens. Number five, <laughs> Void Space Racing Switch. Racing game with zero friction? Hell yeah. I don't understand how that works at all. I don't know that either. <laughs> uh, number four, Solomon's Graveyard for the phone. Uh, endless survival game with a fun level up concept and spell combinations. Only phone game I've ever bought the premium version of. Hmm. Uh, number three, Mages of Mistralia. Switch, super fun magician game that kind of plays like a gentle gauntlet, but with more puzzles and a spell customization system. That is great. Mm, number- I don't know about this. <laughs> is this a thing? Uh, number two, Halo Combat Evolve Xbox. Originally designed as an RTS, this game honestly did more for shooters than Goldeneye, in my opinion. Yeah, I guess nobody knew who Bungie was, but I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would say he says it's a technicality. Let's let it slide, but I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> so number one for him is uh, No Reload Hero. Switch, my latest obsession, a party game with no stat, uh, no stats tracking system, no competitive nature between matches, just good co-op gunning down endless baddies that is uh, extremely easy to learn but tricky to master. Purely a party game and playable sober or otherwise. Hey, and get at me. Is it Solomon's Boneyard? Because I'm looking on online right now and I can't see Solomon's Graveyard. Guess you're not that big of a fan of Switch. <laughs> no, it's not on Switch. It's on phone. That's what he said. Dave Howard. <laughs> Just no soldier right there. Uh, number five, Blood Bloodstain, Curse of the Moon. Matt, heads up. He did it. He did the five, four, three, four, five. Thank you. Number four, Donut County. 
I need to play that game. Number three, Rocket League. Oh yeah, you are obsessed with Rocket League. I didn't. We, I didn't even think of it as a uh, indie game because hmm. it got so big. Yeah. Number uh, two, Bastion. Number one, The Messenger. Piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, The Messenger has some some incredible music. I don't know that game. Neither do I. Ugh, I like listen to that soundtrack all the time. Uh, jo- I don't really like the game though. <laughs> Josh Barkin, the man who talks to dogs. Uh, number five. <laughs> number five, Celeste. Number four, Golf Story, which I have heard good things about. Yeah, I've heard good things about that too. Number three, Cuphead. Number two, Stardew Valley. Number one, Shovel Knight. My man. My man. <laughs> Uh, Bill Nalen says number five, uh, Binding of Isaac, which also I know is a popular game, but I don't know much about. You play as a fetus. I know, and you your weapons are tears. Yeah. Uh, number four, Firewatch. Oh my god, I forgot about Firewatch. That game rules. It's a very short game. You can beat it in under three hours, but an, uh, an incredible story. Number yeah. three, Nuclear Throne. Never even heard of that. I'm terrible at bullet hell games, but this one is a very fun uh, and has great theming. Number two, The Flame and the Flood. Oh, I played this. Amazing artwork and music in this survival game. Float down the river uh, through a flooded world and try to try not to be killed by everything. Thring? You heard this, me. This game is pretty cool. That's, that's a good pick. Uh, number one, faster than light. Challenging, funny, infinite replayability. One of the best time killers you can pick up, and it's under $10. 10 out of 10, he says. Uh, Matt Spur, this was a tough one. There are so many good indie games to choose from. Five. Uh, one Finger Death Punch. Never heard of it. I just played that at PAX. I played the second one at PAX. Was it fun? Yeah. It was actually really fun. Uh, number four, Rogue Legacy. Number three, Axiom Verge. Cool. That's um, made by one guy. You'd like that. Oh, number two, The Messenger. Number one, Dead Cells. <laughs> Hell yeah, my boy. Real quick on Rogue Legacy. I just read about that game today. It's a dungeon crawler game, but uh, you create like offspring in it, and then they start getting like ailments. So like when you die, your offspring takes over, and it inherited your like it was like it'll get uh fucking Aspergers. Like weird shit like that. That that's not a ailment in the game, but it was the first thing that popped my head. So like Where's your head at? It's not even hereditary. <laughs> it might be. But it's, it's caused by vaccines. Yeah, exactly. But like some I'm sort kidding, of I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Some sort of uh, attribute from that will travel on to your next playthrough. That's pretty interesting. It's, uh, yeah, it's really interesting. Uh remember thing. we found out that our our big fun network is very pro vaccine. <laughs> yeah, it, it, no one was even arguing against them, but everyone was like, <laughs> everyone was arguing like, vaccinate your kids, and then like everyone was like, we agree. <laughs> <laughs> this one's weird. Uh, Dingus Adams five Honey Cam Studio. I don't know what that one's even supposed to be. I know it's supposed to be gross, but uh, anyway, four genital da- jousting. Number three, cunt wars. Number two, smurstone smutstone. Number one, shower with your dad simulator. <laughs> That's a real game. That one is? Yeah, I've, I've played that one. It's uh, You think they're all real games? I bet they are. They probably are. I bet they are. Oh, fuck. What was the name of that game, Matt, that you jerked off on people? Oh, that was like a party game. It wasn't any of these. I know that, but what was that game? Ah, what the hell was it? That should have been on your list. <laughs> the game kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, James Herrick says, number five, Papers, Please. Number four, Donut County. Number three, The Stanley Parable. Do you, anybody know anything about that game? Yeah, I played... I played some of it what is it like uh, a first person kind of like puzzle game right yeah but it's like always different and like i don't know I, I played it. some of it like a really long ass time ago i probably have to look it back up. anyway number um number two i was like stealing not stealing but uh like downloading like a ton of games off of uh friends steam oh stealing huh no you know how you could like sh- game share on steam i didn't know that 
I um, also didn't know I was that. Just like playing like a ton of games, so it got mixed in the shuffle. Weird. None of that's important to this. Anyway, uh, number two, uh, Deadlight. Number one, This War of Mine, which I've heard also really great things. I about. have that on X. That's on Xbox. Is it? Yeah. Uh, Stu, uh, Stu Colson, don't play many, but really enjoyed Among the Sleep and Little Nightmares. Oh, cool. Yeah, those both look pretty good. Well, thanks, Stu. All right. Well, that'll conclude our list. And uh, thank you uh, once again. Thank you. Thanks, PWK and Fro for uh, showing up. You last got it, minute. bitch. Really appreciate it. <laughs> um, don't edit it out. I'm going to. Don't mention it again. Uh, <laughs> smell you later.